I'm Shannon. And I'm Sierra. And we've been best friends for the past eight years. Has this ever happened to you? Some well-intended individual inquires. How are you? But instead of being your sounding board, they end up just sounding board. Well, we're here to lend an ear as our guests unpack their hopes and fears. So come join us in a space where vulnerability is strength and humor is healing. While we genuinely inquire, how are you feeling? And what's been storming your brain? 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 What has been storming your What's been storming your brain? Brainstorming the podcast. Hey Shannon. Hey Sierra. Happy pod morning. It's a nice pod morning. You made me some coffee. Yeah. You made me an English muffin with apple butter. Yeah. And if you've never had apple butter, you gotta. You gotta with this episode. You have to. So we'll wait. Go toast it. We'll wait. All right. And here we yeah. are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Shannon, today I'm, I'm as I am every week, so mm-hmm. excited, but I'm very excited this week for our guest. She is one of the most incredibly talented actors I've ever met and had the privilege of working with. She produced the most amazing one-woman short film Oh, over the pandemic. It was amazing. I literally laughed and cried. And now she is creating a children's show called The Emily Spinach Show. Thank goodness. Will, uh, yeah, and I'm so excited to learn more about it. We met doing a production of Sense and Sensibility back in... 2016. Yeah, I think so. I came and saw that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and that um, I'm grateful every day that I met her introducing Emily Fiore daily. Oh, hey. Oh, my gosh. I am blushing. That was so nice. I feel so famous. Yeah. Well, you are. That was so sweet. Thank you, Sierra. Thank You're you. You're welcome. Oh, I meant yeah. it. Wow. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Yeah, (laughs) and you have your own little intro it's so good oh my god (laughs) thank you so cool we like to we like to ask our guests a little question hit me with it to kick it off to kick it off kick it off (laughs) emily tell us what's been storming your brain lately what's been happening oh man god bless i'm so glad you asked me that question (laughs) What's been storming my brain? I mean, pretty much everything, right? Yeah. It's pretty, it's uh it's pretty wild up there, I'd say. Yeah. There's just a lot happening and a lot of chaos and trying to make sense of the chaos mm-hmm. right now. Are you vaccinated? Have you what like how are you coping with this past year? I am vaxxed for show. I am Moderna. Moderna. <laughs> Moderna. Me too. Moderna. Congratulations. Well, Thanks. I'm Pfizer fam, so that's okay. Pfizer it's fine. Fam. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah. So it's my we support all. Okay. All right. Yeah. Minnesota's Whatever. my partner. Yeah. Yes. Have you been in New York the whole time, the whole pandemic? Uh, I have not. My pandemic started very, very strangely because I was in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, which is where I'm from. Okay. And I was going to be doing a play there, which was very cool. And that play got canceled, Avi. And then I was in Milwaukee for another like five months. Ooh, so wow. that was wild. It was great. It was really like a nice place to be quarantined. Mm-hmm. But I was away from my husband mm. 
and it was wild. And then I came back in July, I guess. Okay. And I've been here ever since. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So the short, the short film, that was a pandemic baby. That was a pandemic baby. Okay. Yeah. This little pandemic child. Tell us more about that. I want to hear about that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. So I, <laughs> I uh, quit drinking mm-hmm. in March. Congratulations. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. A year ago, March, right? At the That's beginning awesome. of quarantine. Yeah. Thank you very much. So I had, actually, I quit in January. I just lied. Okay. I quit in like <laughs> January. Um, but then I... <laughs> what is time? I don't know. I quit in that January. And then, so before everything, and then I found myself, um, back in my childhood town in my house, um, and like getting clean from alcohol, which was pretty wild. Yeah. Um, and unexpected. It was great. And I, say that it was like the friendliest, cheapest rehab in the country. Cause it was just my parents and they were like, we were coloring and, you know, knitting and like learning how to, you know, I was like playing the guitar, which is like wild for me. Um, and it was just really creative and sweet. And I started writing during that time because I had a lot of feelings and I was going through like this insane identity crisis in early sobriety in a pandemic away from my partner questioning fucking everything about myself and who I was and it was wild so um during that yeah I was writing a lot and I was like I should make this fuck it like almost I'll do a play I'll do a one more play I'll write it even though that's like cliche and annoying I'm gonna do it anyway (laughs) I was like I feel like Emma's fucking stone and la la land and everyone's gonna make fun of me like will you come see my play like no you know but (laughs) I've had such a hard life in the midwest like no no one cares but I said fuck it I'm gonna do it anyway and so I started writing it and then was like why are you writing a play no one can go see those and then I got in touch with the tank which is here in New York and it's like a great non- profit place you know about elevating up-and-comers who are writing plays okay that was a poorly explained <laughs> you mean so new, like new works like like new works like okay. yeah it's like a place uh that you can get free access to resources that you normally wouldn't it's really great That's right. <clears throat> yeah and they have this thing during quarantine called cyber tank and it was all it is all online performance and i reached out to them and I literally was like can I do this and they're like okay (laughs) that's all it takes to do shit yeah which I didn't know yeah and so then I turned this play I had written into this kind of short film and I wanted to do something through the mode of self-taping for actors for auditions because I just kind of my eyes opened to the ridiculousness of it all and and how it's just (sighs) it's exhausting and weird and yeah 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 and I did it and it was really fun and liberating and it really was a fuck it moment because you know there was really nothing to lose yeah and (laughs) pairing it with like you said your early sobriety and that journey like what an interesting coping mechanism but also to be able to process that identity crisis you were having like that's all interesting that that worked together yeah 
yeah, that's how it felt. It just felt like I could use everything that was happening to me and channel it yeah. somewhere. And I had missed acting, right? Like, fuck right. it. I wanted to perform and make something. Yeah. So I guess going hand in hand with that and, you know, how sobriety plays into this, if it has at all, but what do you love about how your creative brain works and what do you find is challenging about how your brain works in the creative process? Yeah, that's a great question. Thank you so much. Uh, are you podcasters? Um, <laughs> perhaps. Something like that. Perhaps. You dabble. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My my creative process is pretty chaotic. <laughs> um, uh, I kind of just hold things in until I can't anymore. And then one day I wake up and go, and I just kind of like vomit it all out, okay. you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. So that has seemed to work. Um <laughs> But it's becoming, I like that it's becoming a little more refined. And I especially think since stopping drinking, I'm a little sharper, clearer about what I'm working on and writing and folk, like my my thinking and my writing seems a little more focused. So that's been really cool to kind of discover. And then what's challenging about it is what I just said, which is that I have a tendency to just wait until one random Wednesday (laughs) just get it out of my body yeah um you know that has its has its ups and downs so was emily spinach like one random wednesday or was this something you've been (laughs) thinking about for a bit or collaborating with your husband like where is this coming from yes oh man well where do i where do i begin (laughs) i guess uh so when i was having my um identity crisis, existential crisis, whatever you want to call it, in early quarantine slash early sobriety. My husband was also doing that, <laughs> but in New York okay. and by himself, Ooh, wow. um, which is like insane to think about that he was doing it. But I think we both really needed it and needed to like figure out what who the fuck we were. And yeah. a lot of the realization, realizations I was having, he was also having and like a reoccurring one was about empathy and kind like just being kinder to ourselves and other people and um kind of like this is all gonna sound really hippy dippy so bear with me but like <laughs> but like kind of uh connecting back to our inner children and like who we wanted to be for them you know like and that's been a reoccurring theme in my um recovery too has been uh wanting to connect to who I was before alcohol was in my life, wanting to connect to who I was before anxiety was in my life, you know? And, um, so some people could call that reverting back, but I think it is, uh, positive. And I think, so Rob and I were both kind of going through that. Okay. And then we got back together and we were like, holy shit. <laughs> like, did you figure this out? Like I figured, like we had this kind of amazing moment of self-awareness <laughs> and we're both actors and creators. And we were both, I'd say a little unsatisfied with where we are in our careers at the moment. And just getting really which I'm sure you can relate to getting really sick of waiting and you know doing all the things that were right like going to school and getting the degrees and getting the thousand dollar headshots and taking the classes and going to the meeting the eight you know you do all these things and at the end of the day you're still like what the fuck 
you know. So um, we wanted to just make our own shit. And then on top of that, like the world was on fire and we were feeling um, useless and wanting to contribute something that felt bigger than us, that wasn't like, as much as I love self-tape and as much, you know, it's a vanity project. That was for me to fucking go here, you know, and we love that shit and that shit feels really good. But I was like, does the world need more of that? Or like, does the world need more of something? I don't know, at this age, I feel like it's tempting to write about death and destruction and hmm. gritty drama. Um, which is, has its place and is awesome, but I think that there is an innocence and a sweetness that is missing. So that's where Emily Spinach came in. Right. <laughs> and it was a, a random Wednesday in the sense that Rob and I, as collaborators, will have discussions that last like seven hours about a movie idea or something, yeah. you know, like we're really, we're really on the same page. And this was one of those days where it just like, everything we had been going through came together and it came together really quickly and clearly. And that's, that's it. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I love your promo for it. I've watched it multiple times. (laughs) It's so good. It's so clever. It's it's so clean. It's so clean. Did Rob film it? Uh, Rob edited it. Okay. Uh, The filming was done by our friend, Joe. Mm-hmm. And he is um, a freelance uh, cinematographer and filmmaker. Awesome. And he's extremely talented and has yeah. a really amazing crew of guys. Um, and they're doing what we're doing. Like, yeah. they're in Brooklyn and they run a company out of their basement, wow, you know, amazing. basically. And they're really up and coming. And we kind of snatched onto them right as their, <laughs> as their stars take yeah. off. Um stars taking off ships taking off you get it starship yeah, yeah. yeah. starship we're meant to fly yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um yeah. they're they're on to good things that's all i mean and so they did that all of that and rob did the editing which was another kind of random skill we like discovered we had because we were of the uh neopets and myspace generation so, right? <laughs> yeah and rob and i did like a lot of like low-key html like <laughs> crazy <laughs> crazy like web design and we were like 10 you know and we <laughs> so yeah we we're doing like insane shit and like making oh short videos and editing them <laughs> like what wow. we we're talented wow. so <laughs> So uh, that has also come in, come into handy, as you can see, because he's very mm-hmm. good. Yeah, we had Cameron Park, a friend of ours, Cameron James Parker, on last week, and he talked about this idea of being childlike but not childish. Mm. And I really think you found that middle ground with Emily Spinach. Oh, yeah, thanks. it's so it's so playful and. We also talked, it's so interesting how all this stuff lines up, but we also talked that I like that pendulum of when art becomes too Mm self-serving or is serving others too Mm. far the other way. And again, you're trying to find that middle where it's applicable and it's, like you said, it's a teaching tool of empathy and kindness, Yeah. uh, but it doesn't feel 
as you said, like a vanity project. Right. So yeah, yeah as yeah. as I sit here as Emily Daly playing <laughs> Emily's finish. <laughs> but, <laughs> you were like, you know, I'm still an actor. I still got it. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Uh, but no, I yeah, that's a really good way of putting it. We and I think that um uh that like childlike energy or whatever you want to call it was really present yeah. in uh like who we're drawing inspiration from, like Mr. Rogers and Sherry Lewis and yeah. all of them and Lame the Muppets Lamb Shop. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you know, you think about the Muppets, you, that is something that everyone who has a heart loves. And it doesn't mm-hmm. matter how old you are, um, because like it's just great. It's <laughs> just like yeah. really, really nice. So where do you see it going? What what I know that you at the end of it, you're you're asking for, hey, creative projects need funding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hi. Um, and that's I love the transparency with that. It's important. Yeah. Um, yeah. But where do you see it? You know, money is no object. Ooh. Where do you see this going? Yes. To the moon, yeah. baby. Um, <laughs> so we we have have a lot of different uh, avenues we could take this, which is, I think, important. Um, yeah, so we're, we're in our campaign right now. We're at 10, a little over $10,000, um, which is so, rad. so cool, which is like, <laughs> we've officially passed the point where like, you know, if, if our campaign started today, we could make something really low budget. Um, and we're raising for the pilot specifically, right? So mm-hmm. we are okay. shooting for $30,000 for this pilot. Yeah. Um, because we have a lot of awesome things we want to do for it. And we want to have guests that we could, you know, our big, yeah. our big thing is we want everyone to be paid. Yeah. Early, which shouldn't be a big thing. That should just be life. But like, you know, we've all done so right. many free, free shit. Uh, and we don't want that. We really want to pay people what they're worth. Um, so, you know, if we make $30,000, we make a bangerang pilot um, that is just like, just looks professional as all get out. Um, and then once that pilot is made, we're going to probably shop it around to people and contacts in the industry that we know. And if they go, what is this? No, thank you. We'll go, okay. And we will just uh, start it on YouTube or something as a web series and like, you know, generate uh, like merchandise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, you know, and yeah. Like uh, ad yeah. revenue and stuff like that to keep it going but that's so that's like we're, we're shooting high for both options and if we don't make the thirty we we're still going to do all of that it might not look as cool but <laughs> we're still going to do it so yeah and then you know we want it to be a, a show forever that'd be cool <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> the emily's been show a show forever a show, for a show forever that'd be cool like <laughs> what else do you want <laughs> it sounds awesome well you're talking about like merchandise but um uh, on your website, you know, you can, you can like, if you donate $5, you get this, this, that I love what you guys are doing, which is that like, and I don't know the cert- the exact amounts in relation to the prizes, but uh, some of the prizes you have are like Emily spinach mugs, which I want to get me one of those. Yes, yes, yes. Um, you can have your, like, you can have your name in the credits of the oh. pilot. Like as a producer, you can have your childhood stuffed animal or like teddy bear yes. in the pilot. <gasps> yes. Um, yes. And stickers and like, it's so fucking cool. What's your, uh, what's your childhood? My childhood? Oh, yeah. Well, what's yours? Animal. so I, well, 
Okay. So actually the thing that I still have that I, here we go, that I still sleep with every night yeah, is go. my blanket Love and that. it doesn't look like a blanket. And Tim's like, that's a fucking rag. No, um, and he's, but he, I mean, it's special. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's not wrong. It is a rag and it's not a blanket anymore, but I still sleep with that. I keep it under my pillow. Um, oh, but yeah. I also had like childhood stuffed animal was a Barney. Oh, I loved Barney. She's a Barney. Yeah. I, a Barney I was a Barney. Bitch. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And my mom still has it, I think at home. And what's crazy is I was in this, like, there's this thrift store in the West village that has, I mean, it's a thrift store. They have like clothes and shit, but right. lighting the walls are old, like stuffed animals and they have a fucking Barney. And I've asked them before if it's for sale and they they say no, but oh, I've, I've been in there multiple times and I've been like, is it for sale yet? And they're like, no. <laughs> we gotta get no, you that Barney. We gotta get you, you gotta that get Barney. it. Yeah, because my I think my mom has mine, but I mean, she's like, it's somewhere in the garage, and the garage is. Oh my god, it's it's a. I'd be down for hole. a. I'd be down for a heist if you. Yeah, if y'all that are could, in. I yeah, would definitely yeah. be in. I would definitely be in. Yeah, for that. all right. I think it's worth yeah, we're it. doing it. And I think it's important. Gotta, um, yeah, I agree. Get maybe the Barney and then you guys will just like this podcast will skyrocket, and then your uh-huh. viewers will get you the Barney. Okay, so if you're listening right, to this, listen up. <laughs> get Sierra the Barney. Get me the Barney. Get me the Barney. Get me the Barney. Barney. (laughs) No, I'm glad you. I'm glad you bring up that. Bring up. Bring that up because. Mm -hmm. Oh wow. Um. Uh. Yeah, like stuffed animals and loveys, or whatever you call it, like the boys I Mm -hmm. nanny for call them loveys, which I think is like the best thing in the entire world. Mm -hmm. Um. But like, we really love that, and we love. Yeah. you know like how vulnerable it is that you just shared that like that's yeah. really sweet mm-hmm. and like you know you that like a really important part of you and yeah. we love that idea of that and the idea of like all of our guests coming on will always have a friend as we call them um which I just think is nice like to see a grown that and like you see a grown-up as a kid who still has their lovey and you go, okay, it's not so bad. Like, I don't have to get rid of this. You know, it's it's just sweet. It's sweet. Yeah, it really is. Did you have one, Shannon? Oh, I sure do. I miss him every day. He's back home. I mean, he's back home because he's just a precious boy. Um, His name's Petrie after Land Before Time. Um, And he's like a, like a cloth bear about this big. And like, I think he used to be a clown. Like I think when he was in his prime, he had like the clown, you know, and everything. I think he was my brother's when he was born. And then he was like, I'm good on that. And then they gave him to me when I was born, when he was three, he was like, yeah, she needs it more than I do. Um, And I have him, you know, yeah. And I remember, I mean, he's pretty worn at this point. He's yeah. been he's been loved on yeah. for so many years. But I brought him to like daycare, mm-hmm. and I remember another little baby. I was you know doing my thing, and I looked, and another little baby ha- was gnawing on <gasps> Petrie's ear. No, so he's yeah, he's hard of hearing, so he only has the one ear. Oh, the other ear, we, we'd always said like. Yeah, we were like, let's stuff it again. Let's get him like his ear back. But no, he looks better with it. Just kind of like a <laughs> little bit. That's so nice. It's the more, yeah. the more kind of uh, rough they look, the better. I yeah, I agree. No. I agree. Yeah. Petrie's How about you? What's your lovey? Oh, my lovey is Harry. Um, if you go to www.emilyspinnettshow.com and watch <laughs> the um, promo, you can get a glimpse of Harry. He is a hare. 
<laughs> obviously. <laughs> and uh, he, I got him when I was five from my godmother, Batya, uh, oh. who's, I mean, what else do I say? And uh, <laughs> he is so great. He also, he used to have like little ears that stuck up, you know, and then they kind of got messed up. So he looks a yeah. little worn but yeah, yeah he's my i sleep with him every night every night <gasps> absolutely he's the best yeah. oh. Oh. oh so can you elaborate a little more on what the format of emily spinach will be sure absolutely yeah um yeah. so <clears throat> uh it's going to be in the form of a talk show or variety show kind of okay you know when we were describing it early on we were thinking about like Jimmy Fallon for kids or like Colbert wow. for kids yeah you know? okay you know yeah. and that's like a yeah. shorthand mm-hmm. way of saying it but it's that kind of format so um two to three guests uh depending how much money we raise um yeah <laughs> and uh like the, the first half of the show will be uh two guests uh or one guest depending let's just say one guest, um, and uh, we'll introduce them with some kind of story or uh, story that we've collaborated with them prior to filming. Um, okay. And so then the story gets turned into animation or um, like, a, like a claymation or any kind of art form medium that we can think of. Uh, and then we play that story like you would, you know, on Jimmy Fallon when they play a promo for a movie and then bring the guest on. But instead, it's a story that resonates with them that we've collaborated on with another artist who creates the claymation. So it's hopefully, you know, a lot of collaboration and people working together to to make that. Um, and then uh, we'll bring on every guest and they'll have an interview with Emily Spinach, who is me. Okay. I am and during that interview we'll um it'll we'll talk about what we just watched and we'll talk about their favorite color and we'll talk about what scares them you know (laughs) like it'll be like a nice mix of um of fun playful questions but also ones that uh might actually stir something in our younger viewers of you know being empathetic and vulnerable and talking about uh harder things so and this then so special yeah. yeah and then throughout yeah. uh you know to separate the 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 guests we're, we're gonna have some like segments and games uh i'm like emily spinach out in the world like interacting <laughs> with new york city i love yeah i look forward to very much um oh. and then like yeah games and, and and silly things that get kids laughing and adults laughing and yeah that's yeah that's the goal oh and then a musical oh, guest incredible. at the end all right we have a, a really nice vision of finishing it like snl you know like i love yeah when, yeah that's my favorite part of snl is when everyone comes out at the end and Claps. like hugs and like me too right like watching yeah. that as a little kid i was like oh like that's what it, like i want to be there oh my god it. me uh-huh. too every uh-huh. time i hear a saxophone um i i think of snl and i yes. think of that end that that was such a like integral part of my childhood oddly enough like I grew up watching SNL with my parents even though I probably should have been in bed but (laughs) I loved it and it's and 
every time I hear a saxophone, like when I first moved to the city, I used to get off at the 14th street and I would have to transfer from the L to whatever. And there was always this guy playing the sax and I love it. Like that to me is New York city. And then when I met Tim, my partner, and I found out that he plays the saxophone, I was like, that is, um, this is it. This is, that's it. That's Sign it. And we, up. yeah. And we have our sat. He plays the sax in our, in our theme song. Sure and does. I love it. That is and so sexy. Yes. Yeah, I know. So sexy. It is. Oh. I think so too. Yeah. There's something about seeing like the cast interact with each other yeah. and just those like little moments of like, okay, this is a collab. Like you said, this is a, a collaborative. collaborative. They're all yeah. real people and they're people. nice. They're nice to be, you know, maybe not in real life, but for that moment, <laughs> they're really nice and yeah. music. And yeah, I, I really envision that for Emily Spinach, mm. but like, we're all, mm-hmm. you know, we're all on the stage and we're all dancing mm-hmm. to whatever yeah. friends band we can get, you know? Oh, <laughs> oh. oh yeah. And then yeah. like all of our get, you know, our guests are, everyone is really exciting, no matter how well known or, or not they are, you know? So we're hoping to yeah. get very like, um, high profile people would be fabulous, but you know, uh, my friend from college is just as exciting as, uh, AOC, AOC, come on our show um <laughs> we'll get her someday we'll get her you she's, will. she's a big brainiac so big she'll, brainiac. Yeah, yeah. She'll she, she'll they, she, i'm sure she will she and dolly Parton yeah. are my are my number <laughs> my two so yes yeah, um, it's gonna happen it's gonna happen so yeah that's that's the deal incredible thank yeah. you for sharing all of that that's so wonderful oh i'm glad you oh. liked it i hope it was concise <laughs> you know we're st- it's still a lot of it is still up here in my brain so describing it I can get kind of like all over the place but yeah it's cool we're really really excited as you should be I'm excited for it too yeah again I've watched the promo like a million times because I'm just I can't get enough of it it's very and I I just love the sequence of you like yeah. <laughs> running through the streets of you I don't I got a little like I was getting some Amy Sedaris vibes uh-huh. like was I, it was God, I just <laughs> I love it so much I love Rob on the train oh, like man, I love yeah. all of Rob's characters Thank are those going to be incorporated 100% yeah he'll be he'll be Good. playing uh the all of the backstage roles <laughs> so um, as he should as he should so uh-huh. yeah, that'll be, that'll be quite fun. We have some very fun characters that he will be <laughs> showing to the world. So, you know, you work with children, you nanny for children. Yes. I grew up with, um, my mom is a, was an elementary school teacher for 30 years. My dad's a social worker and works oh, with cool. young kids. So like, I feel like all of us, that's like a big part of our yeah. lives is, yeah. is, is the importance of children and child and child development. Mm-hmm. Um, so what would you tell your younger self? What, what piece of advice would you give to your creative younger self or just like your younger self in general, whether that's like pre pandemic or even, so much earlier. Sure. Wow. That's really good. I've been, I mean, I've been talking to her a lot, you know, I've been checking in with younger me a lot, so it feels a little easier to answer than it used to. But I, I think I would tell her to like, when I think about the, my younger self, I think of like, uh, seven or eight, you know, like that time, even into like early teen years, like she's the one that I really connect with because she was like 
what's going on you know (laughs) um so I would tell her I would tell her don't be so scared of everything it's like not everything is going to ruin your life (laughs) um and a lot of that was my anxiety and I can't really control that like there was my, my brain chemicals were were freaking the hell out um and that wouldn't be fixed until medication shout out to medication um so a lot of that couldn't be controlled but yeah just to like breathe a little more and like not care so much making everyone your best friend you know pretty pretty typical stuff that you wish you could tell your younger self but I honestly like I wouldn't go back I think she did okay like she had to do Mm. all that do you feel like Emily Spinach shares that with the younger self? 100%. Yes. Yeah. If you want to get very actory for a second. I um, love to. <laughs> okay. This is like very actory. But um, when I was in grad school, we did a lot of clowning. Um, and I loved it so oh, much. Mm-hmm. I always thought that I would be cynical about it because it seemed really silly and weird, but I, <laughs> I loved it. And the character I created then could be argued was a, was a promo uh, Emily Spinach before Emily Ooh. Spinach stopped drinking. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. like uh-huh. In the psyche of me, she was called the Dame and she was kind of this old timey uh, Broadway lady and she wore furs and she drank out of a flask and she smoked cigarettes and she was very overconfident even though she couldn't really do much you know uh Uh like she couldn't she couldn't follow choreography but it didn't matter she would just do whatever you know she was extremely confident and um my professors were always like that's it like that's you need to do that in your life like you need that kind of confidence and um Cause that's what's, that's where my sweet spot was, you know? And so when I discovered her, um, that was a big day. And then I'm realizing that Emily Spinach shares a lot of similar traits, except she's nice. <laughs> she's the, she's the, uh, better, better version of the dame. It's really, if you really want to get into the psyche of it, I think it all connects. It all makes sense where you are mentally, you know? Yeah. The freedom of mask work and clowning there's it's yeah. There's something so, so important about it. We were, we're watching a season of the amazing grace and um, they went, (laughs) they were all strangers. They were all strangers when Mm -hmm. they, you know, usually you come on with like someone, you know, but they were all strangers. They had to choose their partners at the beginning, all this to say, they go to Italy at one point and they had to go into this like group of Commedia dell'arte actors. And of course, immediately I'm like, I did a show in high school and I was, I was a Brigella. And I was like, you know, (laughs) you like tap back into that immediately and they had to like recreate a mask I wish they had had to do mask work that's like that would be amazing amazing race that would be amazing that would be amazing this was like Mm, race this was like okay okay, race. it was very special but it was yeah there's something so freeing about that so I love that it it really unearthed something yeah Um, totally and like when I was a when I was a little girl I would uh I would smoke pens and I'd wear hats and I had a character I'd put on (laughs) that was very similar to all of these like personas you know so it's definitely about like tapping back into who you were and what you did to play 
Um, I, I believe in all that. I think that's, it's all connected, baby. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We did clown work in, in college as well. And the character that the, that my, my clown was named Binky. Yeah. And it was like, like Binky fucking comes out all the time, especially with Tim when it's just the two of us by ourselves. She, it was a little girl and I had like a leotard on and like a little tutu. It was and wild. Like, I, and I, and yeah. yeah. And, but I, but it, she was fucking like mischievous. I was like, like there was, there was like a, like I, 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 we did a couple different things. So I did, there was like a dance recital where I would just like, go ham and then like when I would notice that I got people's attention like I would just like go wild I I did a bit where I took off without taking off my leotard took off my undies from under I had this massive and took those off I did one where I got this music from this this old childhood show that I used to watch it was called baby songs and it was literally just yeah baby songs is a big part of my childhood and there is one that's the song is like today I took my diapers off I do not need them now and I did a a whole like bit to this song where I literally just sat and I just swung my legs and I took off I think I had I like took off my diaper and I like showed it and there was like melted Snickers in it I I was like so proud and I just used the whole toilet paper roll and it's just tapping into like that there's something there's like a mischievous child in yeah. me that's like what can I get away with like, what can I do before you had like when you were the only child before your brothers were yeah born. I feel like yes that was, that was yes. yeah absolutely yeah. and even when my brothers were born like and we're getting Trying more attention get, like yeah. how do I steal the show how do I, I guess. steal the show yeah yeah that is um, so it, that's genius that's absolutely yeah. genius <laughs> Yeah, man. And our friend Ben, who we we had on the pod too, has this idea to do a clown show here. Like he lives in the city Mm -hmm. and to like just us to all come together and do a clown show. Yes. It would be fun to have you on. Yeah. Ben would the day would be honored. That would be awesome. We'll have to do that. We'll let him know. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. It's just, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's just playing. It's what we used to do when we were, you know four years old with each other yeah you know yeah and we all can everybody can relate to that everyone was a child at one point everyone Mm -hmm. has that child still within them yeah now how how accessible that child is it it varies of course yeah of course it's so important to tap into that Mm -hmm. um and that's one of the things that I love about what I about what I've seen so far of the the Emily Spinach show and what I've read on your website is that you know it's not yeah it's it's a children's show but it's it's not just for children. Like it's, it appeals to every age. And I love that. I remember when my brother was doing like outreach, the outreach mm-hmm. program, and they would want you to word it that it's not like a children's show. It's a show for children. Yeah. But it's not like, yeah. Like I remember him saying like, it's not theater, you know, it's theater for young people. It's not just like baby. They have to meet you at your creative, you yeah. know, they have to to engage them and elevate how their minds are working. I'm thinking about like my family just had like two bins of thrift store things for us to put on and play with. And, you know, probably cost 20 bucks a big bin of just random shit. 
and open my brother and I up to a world of, you know, yeah. we, we did the same thing. We'd make little films with each other mm-hmm. and just like act mm-hmm. out little whatever. And that's where it all started for us. And yeah. so, yeah, I, yeah, it's like, I, I'm so grateful that I had parents that were in like my mom, you know, like obviously child development is a big thing for her. But it, I'm, I'm grateful for my, my childhood. <laughs> yeah. We also, like, my mom had a bin of her old dance costumes. And, like, yeah. I I can still, it's, like, I still remember the feeling of, like, putting the sequins on. And, like, th- they were too big because I was three. Yeah. Um, you know, but, like, dressing up and being another person. And, yeah, I think, I think that gets lost often. Um, yeah with with kids totally with kids these days days. (laughs) I'm a kid myself I'm (laughs) but um no I agree it's a lot uh it's uh, oversaturated with content at the moment you know um Mm -hmm. also you know kids whose parents don't have time and really do have to just plop them in front of the television yeah um and they don't have time to like dissect every show to see if it's mm-hmm. okay so they're kind of like playing Russian roulette and just like putting them down and hoping that they're not absorbing these lessons that are going to hurt them and um yeah I've just I've I've spent enough time with children I'd say that like I know how that can directly translate into how they're operating um mm-hmm. in their day-to-day and then on top of that like if we think we've had a hard year like kids have had an insane year and there's a way there's way less understanding because you know they don't know they they just can't comprehend what what has happened um Mm -hmm. and like I I take care of a two-year-old and he's the best um Mm -hmm. but you know he's spent the past year in a mask and how do you like how do you really um understand that at that age how do you understand all this fear and I think about kids going to school and some of their earliest memories will be people in hazmat suits um and I just think it's like obviously it's a breeding ground for paranoia and isolation they've been isolated um and they've had a really hard year because essentially uh the people who are supposed to protect them failed them and they're just like living in that world um and so how can not, I, you know, I don't know what the Emily Spinach show can do for those kids, but if it's a little bit of comfort, if it's a grown up saying, hey, this is what's going on and it's okay. Like, instead of just like, blah, 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 <laughs> just crazy yeah. lights and uh-huh. colors. Uh-huh. And I mean, Coco Melon. Co- yeah. yeah, like, like <laughs> Coco Melon. Oh my God, Coco Melon. <laughs> We have this, we have this toy for my cat that has like little feathers that come out. And my roommate always calls it his cocomelon. Cause I'm like, okay, turn it on. Let him go. Let him go. Feel it out. Just let him live. Yeah. There's, and there's just like, like YouTube, like YouTube kids, like there's Mm -hmm. some weird content out there that I'm just like, like the one of like people, like adults playing with toys. And then like, have you seen those? No, I don't think they're, I think they're innocent enough. They're just bizarre and like capitalist because it's just like being like, now kids buy these toys, you know? Right. It's, there's just so, there really isn't a Mr. Rogers. There really isn't like a soft spoken 
person <laughs> being like, it's all good. And that's crazy. So my dad and I watched Mr. Rogers a lot. He had, and as with, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people relate to this, but like he has such a special place in my heart. And as an adult going back and watching, it's like, oh my God, he was talking about life, real life. He wasn't just singing songs. Not mm. that there's not a place for that. That's so wonderful. But like he was teaching kids about grief and mm -hmm. about racism and about, you know, divorce and, and doing it in a way to where, you know, where it's not like traumatizing, but yeah. where, you know, you're being real with these kids. Right. Right. Because they can read into that. They yeah. know condescension. They yeah. can read into that. Yeah. Well, they know bullshit better than anyone. They and they won't and they simply won't listen to it. They just yeah. <laughs> like they just won't. They're like, fuck you. I don't need to hear this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and Mr. He also affected adults. Like my dad is a huge Mr. Rogers fan, which yeah. checks out because he's like <laughs> an angel on earth and yeah. he credits him to like helping him raise his kids and like mm. that's huge and yeah. I think it's not just a you know like of course it's the I love what Mr. Rogers did to like explain globally what was happening I think mm -hmm. that was really important but like what was even more important is that he taught like feelings <laughs> and like oh. and empathy and that's really what we want yeah and like especially to kids who were told not to experience those things. Like, I think right. the three of us sound like we were very blessed to be in homes that were like, you know, Lo loving and, and, yeah. and, uh -huh. and cry if you need to. And like yeah. that kind of thing. But for a lot of kids, that's not the world they grew up in. And like, especially like little boys, like are taught yeah. so young about, you know, these are the walls to build so no one can hurt you and yep. um I don't know I just think it's that's so important right now yeah. when everyone yep. is really trying to shut down everything they're feeling and that shouldn't be the case yeah yeah I'm so glad you're doing this I yeah too. thanks yeah. dudes thanks for letting yeah. me wax poetical about it it feels I, no, it's nice it's, to just oh my gosh yeah. it's so important <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, let's know? why don't, let's take a little break. Yeah. And then we're gonna come back and uh, play a little game. A little child childhood game. Oh, I love games. And we are resumed. Resumed. <laughs> resumed. Never nice thought about resume and resumed being. The same spelling. I think about it a lot. Really? You think I about do. it a lot. I don't know what I do. Like I feel like it's come up often. I don't know. Oh, it's because whenever I update my resume, um, or have to like be like, oh, I haven't looked at that in a while. I, yeah. I should probably Google. put it on my I resume. Uh, yeah, I've resumed. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm like, God, these are spelled literally the same. You just have to put the yeah, yeah. yeah. or the, what, the yeah. Re, resume yeah. resume. Or it's Res the eh. Resume. 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 I just call it a resume. Yeah. A resume. Yeah. I like that. Thank That's you. satisfying. Yeah. You know. yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh Lord. Well, speaking of speaking of resumes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hit me with that. Uh, That's my segue. I just I just speaking like, of resumes. I don't know I just you go ahead. Finish that thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is kind of your life resume. This mm -hmm. game. That's really where it's going. Okay. Mm -hmm. This next this next little game. All right, hit me with uh, it. I love games. 
this is a little little game we like to call mash matchmaker oh and um yeah we're taking it back taking it back we're, we're pressing it. rewind we're gonna we're gonna press rewind mm-hmm. to your childhood and then we're gonna press resume <laughs> oh nice 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 tied it together Thanks. come on yeah and um yeah, and we're going to play MASH. We're going to predict I'm your future. so All excited right? for this. Thank God someone up. figure it out for me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. You. Uh, so here's here's how it's going to go. I don't know if you've played MASH in the past, but yes. um, yeah. So just a little reminder, MASH stands for Mansion Apartment Shack House. Mm-hmm. That's our first category. Um, we're going to have four more categories, which are partner, children, uh, career, and transportation. Mm-hmm. And within those four, you're going to give me four options. Right. Um, and you'll get to sort of create your future. My life. And then it, act, it will come true? Yes. Okay, good. Right now we're at, what is it? About 101% accuracy. accuracy. Wow, 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 so, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. You That's know, great. Well, again, we'll, ch- we'll check in in about five years. We'll yeah. make sure. But I, I just like I wanted to make sure before I went forward. Yeah. Okay. Well, of, yeah. Co- of course. Okay. Cool. Um, and this is a free service on the pod. Thank you. Wow. Complimentary. Thank you so much. That's amazing. You're welcome. This is going to help. You're a lot. welcome. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I hope so. Um, so, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start drawing a spiral. You just got to tell me when to stop. Okay. Okay. And go. Stop. Dope. And now what we're going to do is we're going to go through each category. Okay. And you're just going to list off what you want. Love it. Yeah. So partner. Do I give you names? Yeah. <laughs> any names, any names I want. Literally. And how anything. many? Four. Okay. I mean, I guess I'll put Rob Tendy. <laughs> yes. But yeah, put him in there. He'll be mad if yeah. he's not in there. Okay. All right. And then. Hmm. Jake Gyllenhaal, number two. Of course. <laughs> Gorgeous. Um, you know who I just saw in a movie and I thought, she's got it still, is uh, mm. Mila Kunis. Oh, yeah. gorgeous. So put her in there. Um, and, wait, how many do I have? Four? One uh, more. One more. Oh, Barack yeah, Obama. One more. Barack Obama. Yes. That's daddy. Yeah, Solid yeah. list. Yeah, yeah. Solid He's list. come up before, but it was in a thruple, thruple. with Ooh. Michelle. Michelle and well, Barack. Yeah. Sure, sure. That makes sense. Right. I guess she she comes no. with. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she comes yeah. with. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next category is yeah. children. Children. And so I say this every time. All right. <laughs> yeah, hit me with it. Now, typically, the traditional way to play this mm-hmm. is number of children. Mm-hmm. But I am going to open it up to names. So, like, if you want a particular person to be your child, yeah. Or- or now we're going to extend it even if you have like names of your children, children. Uh-huh. like okay. if you're like, Great. why not? Yeah. We had one person who, who took me up on this and she chose Greta, um, Greta Thunberg. That's it really good. I already have one that I want. Yep. I got it. I can't wait. Okay. So you go ahead. Four options. Okay. So I think he's a child. I don't know, but um, <laughs> t- I want Timothy Chalamet to be my son. Yeah. Let's oh, see what I love that for you. Ages. I, but we're open to adult adoption. We think that's important. absolutely that's really, um, yeah, him and uh, maybe this is like a two for, for one. I like him and uh, Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things. He looks just like me. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember, <laughs> I feel like Stranger Things was like really sort of coming out yeah, yeah, when, yeah. We, when we met. And yeah. I remember watching it yeah. and we were like, that's, that's my child. We were the Stranger Things kids. 
You yes. would be really does. It's really I have shocking. a side by side. Like I yeah. think yeah. Maybe, I'm a little nervous. Like maybe we're related. I don't know. I don't know. Finn you might be at Finn I can see it. Wolfhard. <laughs> um, so yeah. Okay. So, so Timothy and Finn, they would be like my, okay. my joint sons. How old is Timothy? Timothy's 25. He's a year younger than us. Um, <laughs> I don't know how old I thought he was 14. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm 27. That's insane. Okay, yeah, okay. Uh-huh. And then don't worry. Finn is 18. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Well. We could work on it. Okay. Yeah. 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 Whatever. They, I just feel like they would really be good like sons. <laughs> <laughs> To eat, and they'd be good brothers to each other. I think so yeah, too. Yeah, I just feel like <laughs> I like this for you. Yeah, I do too. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. So then, my other option would be uh, wait, I, like how many do I more do I do? Two. I actually okay. have some breaking news for you. What's your news? Um, Timothy Chalamet, your potential son, yeah. is going to co-host the Met Gala this year. Of course, he is. So he's, that's exciting. And he's I'm family. hosting, and he's co-hosting, <laughs> and I'm I'm announcing here. Emily's been. I'm announcing it here for the first Tune time. In. Emily Spinach and Timothy Chalamet. Mother, son. <laughs> Mother, son. Oh, it's going to be perfect. My, it's going to be perfect. My old lady joke I do is that whenever I see a teen, I'll say, hey, you like Timothy Chalamet and Billie Eilish? <laughs> like, that's my two, that's my way in with the teens. That's you good. I like Billie Eilish. I do love, too. But, I might. But teens love her and they love they really Timothy do. Chalamet. They love that's, him. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever seen him in anything. Oh, I don't know. what's his resume? He's you a very have... talented young man. He's gonna go. This is what far. I hear. Yeah, this is what I hear. But I, yeah, <laughs> he, what I he mean, he plays what... like sad, sad broody. Oh, he know what he was in. He was in the very popular movie. Call me by your name. Call me by your name. Sure. Beautiful yeah, boy. I, yeah, but have you guys heard about Lady the Bird. drama? Oh, Ladybird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have oh, seen yes. Lady Bird. Army That's Hammer ate people. Yeah, Army yeah. Hammer is garbage. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. ate Look. a lot. Ate a lot of people. If you guys want to go down a dark rabbit hole, I will be just doing that. Google Army Hammer drama. I will be because doing he is an alleged, probable, full fucking cannibal, full cannibal, and abuser. Cannibal but cannibal is, is like what? I get hungry often, but I've never been hungry no, for humans. Never, never, never. I just <laughs> never, I, never. I, guys like that do that, and I go. You had it all. Like you had the easiest job in yeah. the fucking world. You couldn't fucking yeah. keep your weird shit quiet and like for like and just think about it and not eat a person. Right. Like you didn't right. you couldn't you had to slide into those DMs. <laughs> you had to you know what I, I found this out about him that his like grandfather mm-hmm. like murdered people. Yeah, well, duh. Like like they're all they're all he's comes from like a rich fucking like oh murderous like yeah rich murderer okay, this is the content you need to be talking about in this podcast i know this is i know incredible. well i incredible and i i've said this before when i've talked when i've spoken about this i'll say it again how often i watch a lot of true crime same i love that shit i love a true same. crime doc same. um how often do you see this happening in real time with such a high profile name and it's you don't and it and honestly here it should be everyone should be yelling about it on the street like yes the fact that we're not talking about it every second every day oh. is shocking it should it should always be it. hammer time and i think that's gonna be <laughs> the name of the segment for hammer you. time hammer time hammer time honestly yeah. 
I, when I first, I don't know how it was one morning and I woke up earlier than Tim. And so I'm trying to scroll quietly because I'm like, I don't want to. And yeah. And I find this and I go down the rabbit hole. I see all of the screenshots, all of the DMS. And I'm like, yeah, why didn't I know of this sooner? So who was he DMing his little girls? (gasps) He literally, they're little though. Yeah. Well, (laughs) (laughs) I just assume they're always little because everyone's a pedophile, apparently. Yeah, yeah it's disgusting. Well, he so was married and has children, mm. but he was seeing like, I mean, I would say hundreds of other women and he would fly them out and, and like, them? no, <laughs> I don't know that he ever has. Okay. It hasn't been, but he would know to like sleep with, That's but he fact. would, he would be very, um yucky with them oh. yes and he would um text them things and talk about this like want for fucking cannibalism yeah. yeah and would like i think one woman he he even like cut into her skin and like carved an a that for his insane. name like above her pelvis <laughs> that, yeah the tree stumps yeah that it's not for fucking, fucking ah. crazy that's like some nexium shit like yeah. when that came out it <laughs> is some nexium shit and that's another Listen. thing Ooh. highly recommend look into this sex cult nexium look and look into right the now. army hammer drama if right you now. need some spice in your life that's what you got to do i'm right there with you um so, so children, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> I'd love to options. be a mother someday. <laughs> um, okay, so I need two more options. Yeah. Two more. Uh, well, have um, um, oh shit. <laughs> okay, one child named Hippa. Two. Um, I love that because our cat is named Hippo. I know. I love that name. So I'm thinking. That's really good. Hippa. Hippa. Isn't that the document? that mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you have to sign that yeah. says that they can't give your information yeah. if you're mm-hmm. a child well <laughs> it's like a she can be used for that like yeah that's our HIPAA. fantastic like people oh yeah. uh-huh. i love that yeah, yeah. i think it's great HIPAA and HIPAA. Yeah. Yeah. that's so cute actually yes yeah. <laughs> hold up <laughs> uh, okay Type and it. then my last child i want it to be child to be <laughs> so the kinds of questions we want our guests to be pondering yeah that's so scary i would have done greta thunberg but somebody already took that so no i don't want, hey you can I, do no, okay, I don't, now you don't i don't want to take someone's child um, <laughs> you know what busy phillips has two kids and i like them they're really cute yeah busy yeah. phillips children busy phillips children uh they're really cute not in a weird way just think they're cute and they're gonna be yours they're gonna be mine gonna be busy phillips next question okay next next category is career oh fuck all right i'm gonna go archaeologist uh always thought that would be cool um hmm. astronaut and right powerful yeah (laughs) like that would be cool like because i don't think i could ever be an astronaut because i couldn't like go to I'm not very academically smart. So, <laughs> but if I could just snap my fingers and be one, that'd be cool. And then um, a Victorian sex worker. <laughs> Ooh, wait, talk to me about this one. Yeah. I just think um, I look the part. 
I think, <laughs> I don't know how to tell you this. I just think I would kill it. Um, <laughs> I have very classic features and mm-hmm. I'm very tall. Um, uh, I just think I have a, a fantastic body and <laughs> I just think that I would make a really classic um, uh, uh, Victorian sex worker. I also really like the fashion. Did sense and sensibility kind of start to spark this for course, you? Of course, one hundred percent. Yeah, of course uh-huh. it. Of course it was very good. Yeah, the boobas. Yeah. The boobas were out. Boobas. I look fabulous yeah. in that kind of fit. Um, yes. And I just kind of imagine me like with long hair, just like kind of rolling around, you know, and yeah. dying really young, <laughs> tragically. Wow. But being, but being like a famous Victorian, like, like famous, <gasps> like people would be oh. like, oh, like Emily. So I guess this kind of <laughs> this kind of includes time travel. I'm not sure if that's within the Fine. bounds of your game. Okay. Absolutely. Um, and then do I need one more? Yes. Oprah. Hippa and Oprah. Take that with uh, as you will. I want to be Oprah. I want to be the next Oprah. I have so many questions and yet I don't want to ask any of them. No. I just That'd I'm just cool gonna to be take Oprah. That as a, that's a career. You bet your ass it would be. She's actually coming out with not coming out with I mean that's what it is. She's coming out with a book. Um, she's like co-writing this book and I don't want to get the name wrong, but I think it's something called like what happened to you. So like asking children about their trauma versus like ignore, ignoring it. So she's wow. been posting on her. Yeah. She's been posting on her Instagram, like pictures of baby Oprah and then a Shut little up. story about her like childhood and you know, wow. all the shit that she went through. Right. That's amazing. She's an incredible so, woman. Yeah. She, she I, really is. It'd be just cool to have her money. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah and her chef it's really the personal chef the that personal really... chef is really fabulous um, yeah yeah yep. so, uh, so okay yeah. all right fingers crossed so oprah crossed. yeah oprah um next category is transportation okay wh- what do i want to be on okay horse <laughs> for sure love just a, that goes very that goes like hand in hand with victorian sex worker yeah. i think what i'm thinking like just bareback on a horse yeah <laughs> love it and just kind of galloping like a galloping mm-hmm. situation I think that would be yeah. great um and then um a train just like to, I'll have a train <laughs> will you be conducting it or is it like yeah. you have a train personal train conductor I'll or is it you just all right I love some that some days I'll want to do it some days I won't <laughs> Yeah, understandable. <laughs> and then I'm going to go with uh, wings. Like I have a like a pair of wings. Yeah. yeah. Are they detachable or are they? Oh, good question. I guess I'll make them detachable because then we have to yeah, go into am I, a, am I a mythical creature? And that's going sure. to yeah. confuse the game. Um, yeah. And then, uh, is that it? One more. Oh, fuck. I'm going to go with uh, motorcycle. Love it. That's a, that's a classic. Yeah. We see that often. Yep. All right. Now the determination begins. Okay. I tally it up. Buttercup. I'm really nervous. <laughs> so did you play this in elementary school? Did you play this with friends? What's your I history remember, with math? I remember playing it in um, fifth grade with my bullies. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Straight the fuck up. That's what it was. It was so stressful. Yep. <laughs> right. Like, yep. be like, Hey Emily, you want to come play Mash? And then they'd know that I'd pick some fucking weird ass answers like I just did. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, <laughs> then they could, 
lol about it or like they'd try to get you to say who you liked oh yep that was the big one yeah yep oh shaming shaming jokes jokes on them because you might have wings so (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was very stressful (gasps) results results are in in. oh god i'm nervous okay all right you're gonna be living in a shack that's fucked up. Okay. I'll make it cute. Yeah. You will. Uh, with your partner, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yep. Yo, I almost knocked out. <laughs> I knew it. Okay, continue. And your child, HIPAA. Okay, that's good. That's good. I yeah. Love yeah. Uh-huh. Um, you're going to be an archaeologist. Of course I am. Who rides a motorcycle? Oh, to the- God. How badass is to that? To the dig sites, just from room. Yeah, Busting man. up dust. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, that's pretty kick-ass. That's amazing. That actually sounds so iconic. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Living in a shack with our beautiful child. I'm going to go on my motorbike to go find mm-hmm. digs. And I'm going to be so yeah. hot. Yeah. Yes. You are <laughs> hotter than the Victorian sex. Worker, yeah. I would argue. I would. Yeah. I would argue in this. Kinda, in this world. In this. Yeah. That can be in another, yeah. another life. I guess. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Fully. <laughs> How do you feel? I feel really yeah. good. Thank you. I feel yeah. Really yeah. You're welcome. You're glowing. Yeah. I'm so yeah, glad. I do feel a little. A clump. Yeah. Well, we're going to let you process that, you know, make the calls you need to make mm-hmm. to get Thank this so kind of in motion. Thank mm-hmm. you so, so we'll much. take a little like, yeah, that'll take like 10 minutes. So we'll take like a little break. Fabulous. And then once you get off the phone with Mr. Gyllenhaal, we can start up. We can again. start, yeah, yeah. I'll just give him a, yeah. quick, a quick text. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Whoa, <laughs> that was epic. I'm so sorry. Was... <laughs> Do you still hear me? Yeah. yeah. How loud was that? It was like, this it is what like... I imagined. Yeah. yeah. I imagined we were like in the caverns of bringing it back to like archaeologists did yeah, we were in like the caverns of like maybe Egypt or something. Yeah, 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 and yeah. it's dark and quiet. And all yeah. of a sudden, a, a beam of light. and you hear that and and it's that noise and you look over and there's the diamond you were looking for just and it's like echoes in the caves Mm. that's what i imagined that's That's exactly what i was going for that's really weird yeah (laughs) were you just setting was it you just setting yeah i was doing some foley for you i really wanted to paint a picture (laughs) yeah i hit the goddamn microphone it's so huge i wish you could it's just you get it we're in new york it's all right here Yeah. yeah Yeah, we I'll live just, in, as you were saying, we live in closets live in, and in closet. everything is too big. Everything is around me and I'm too big yeah. and it's too big. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Anyway. Anyway. Um, Emily. Yes. Are there, is there anything you'd like to share? Whether it be a song or a poem or a passage or a rap or. Oh, I should have done that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, I don't have, I should have done a song that would have been brilliant if I just made you listen to me <laughs> sing for like <laughs> that would have been probably five minutes <laughs> I wish I had done that um but I wanted to I want to talk about a piece of art that I've uh, mm. recently enjoyed a television show um mm. and that would be Dawson's Creek <gasps> um <laughs> 
and I really think that your listeners should give it a try. I don't know if you ladies were Dawson's heads. I never grew up with it. I didn't. My my cousin used to watch it when she was babysitting me, okay. and I re- is the theme song. I don't want to wait. Oh, my life can be over. Yeah, he did get a song. Yeah, <laughs> it's fantastic. So I started it. Uh, my husband and I started it in January, I think. Mm-hmm. And we started it as a joke, as a big old LOL, <laughs> because we were like, we need to, we have a tendency at night to um, kind yeah. of just going on a journey of, of hopping from one thing to another. And uh, one night we decided on Dawson's Creek and we we're like, let's check it out. Um, and did you hear that? Is he, he must be, he He's loves teaching. Dawson's Creek. He loves oh. <laughs> He's a voice and speech teacher. So yeah, he teaches in there and (laughs) it gets very funny out here. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yes. You put put on Dawson. We put on Dawson's on one of our nights and we fell in love and we, we just completed the six, yeah, six seasons. So we're done. We finished it on um, Friday. And we watched it like every day. We'd, we'd wake up, have our coffee, and watch an episode of Dawson's Creek. And we got fully invested. Because when we get mm-hmm. invested in something, like, we get invested. Like, we're big yeah. reality television people. We love Bachelor. Mm-hmm. We love The Circle. It's, like, all our shit. So do we. Yeah. We're watching it right now. We have to watch the new episode from last week. It's incredible. It's incredible. We haven't had time. Yeah. So when we get invested, we get invested and we got invested. Um, and for those who don't know, it's a coming of age story that takes place in the 90s um, in a fictional town that is based off of uh, 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 Cape Cod. Oh. Yeah. And <clears throat> full disclosure, you know, as most things from our childhood, it doesn't age totally well in some respects. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely mm-hmm. some problematic uh, things in it. So don't at me. But all of that being said, <laughs> it's fabulous. And it has an all-star cast of people. And they're all so young when they start. It's like Katie Holmes and Michelle Williams mm. at like 16, you know? Wow. wow. And it is amazing. We laughed. We cried. We got such joy from it. It's like actually like pretty good acting okay <laughs> like not all the time but there were like for sure for sure listen I know you're laughing at me but it is I am very passionate and I must use my platform for good and that is to promote Dust's Creek um yeah and it just kind of became this sweet part of our routine and uh I got Rob a uh for his birthday I got him a cameo from James Vanderbeek, who plays Dawson. Whoa. Um, and again, doing it kind of as an LOL, you know, like, <laughs> but James Vanderbeek ended up giving us like this five minute cameo talking about being an actor and about like doing, you know, finding out what you care about and doing that and choosing <sighs> that. And like, it was very inspiring. And so... <laughs> 
<laughs> um, it's really good. That's all I have to say. I feel like you found similar comfort in Gilmore Girls. Yes, I yes. Like we, similar style ish. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Okay. But Gilmore Gilmore Girls is another show that I that was on when I was a youngin, and I never like I remember it being on but never watched it. And Tim was like, oh yeah, Gilmore, you've never watched Gilmore Girls? And I was like, no, I don't get it. Like, I, why do I care about these like rich white women? Yes, exactly. Um, and he was like, no, all right. Yeah, for sure. Just watch it. And I did. And um, I feel the exact same way about Gilmore Girls that you do about Dawson's Creek, which yes. is that I watch it every day. Yes. Um, I laugh, I cry, yeah. seriously. Yeah. Shannon, there was a moment when I, so Gilmore Girl, I watched all of the seasons. I think there were like maybe seven or something. And then in 2016, oh, they I released know. A Year in the Life. Yes. <laughs> so it's four episodes about yes. what happened. And um, spoiler alert, <laughs> the actor who plays her grandfather in the whole series, yeah, yeah, when yeah. they come back, dead. so the actor had passed away. Dead. So when they refer to him, it may, and it, I sob. Yeah, of course. It, yeah. But you're not expecting it to be like this big, like tug on your heartstrings. You're no. like, oh yeah, it's like an old, like cult classic, whatever. Yeah, it's right. a cult classic yeah. and it'll be, mm -hmm. but you get so invested. And yeah, think, you get connected. Yeah. And like, I don't know about y'all, but like, I know that there's good content, like good quote unquote, important stuff I should be watching you right. know like right. good yeah. there's so many good shows and so many good yeah. movies blah, 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 blah. but I can't yeah. I just can't do it <laughs> I just yeah. I'm like over saturated and so I encourage people to you know look at look at some things from their childhood or like it's find comfort in those things because you don't yeah. it, there's so much pressure to like always be up and like what what is good especially as actors yeah. you know it's like yes so you gotta do research about what maybe oh no just like yeah. watch your dawson's creek and cry and it's fine <laughs> and you'll be like That's a thing. good like you'll be a better actor next year like who cares you know what i mean yeah yeah. yeah, I think that's like some of the best advice we've ever had on the pod. Honestly, I love that. I'm full support of that. Yeah. Like Tim and I are similar. We come home at night and we cocoon mm -hmm. and we watch shows that bring us comfort. Mm -hmm. And especially in such a shit show of a fucking year. Yeah, it's nice to find comfort and to just like get lost in some old storyline from your childhood yeah, yeah we have we have a phrase in our house that sounds like I don't want you to confuse it with like toxic positivity because I think mm -hmm. you can that whole like everything's great isn't true right. but in our house like when we're having particularly rough goes like every only nice things is what we say to each other like mm. you don't maybe you don't poke fun unless it's nice you know you don't watch yeah. something unless it's nice like you don't mm. you know creating a space for yourself where things are nice and safe I like that right? I love that that's different from toxic positivity no. yeah. yeah yeah it's just like it's intentional it's intentional it's more, it's more mindful yeah. yeah I love that yeah yeah and that's that's very Emily spinach very Emily spinach yeah, yeah. <laughs> only nice things only nice things yeah yeah Thank you for sharing I that. Thank yeah. you. I hope yeah. you can get something out of I feel like I've just been a rambly bambly. 
Oh my gosh. No, that's, that's what, what this for. is. Yeah, like we this, want that's family what this family. Is. <laughs> okay. And yeah. um, now I need to watch Dawson's Creek. Yeah. But I'm actually really, I'm really excited to find a new binge, a new binge. I need you to yeah. do it. If you're, if you're okay. a Gilmore girl. I am. Which I know you are, I sisters. <laughs> I get it. I get it. But you, yeah. you're going to, you're going to love it. And you're going to see some amazing acting and some horrific acting and everything in yeah. between. What else could you want? <laughs> exactly. And 90s. I, I'm, 90s is coming. Come on. Yeah. Come on. pre 9-11 life was so good oh, oh. yeah oh yeah not oh a care God. in the not world a care in the goddamn world if you were white and from Cape Cod Massachusetts you know what <laughs> I mean just living yeah 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 crazy, <laughs> crazy. hey uh Emily where can um our many many listeners find you oh my god been just dreaming to say this you can find me <laughs> at Emily Fury Daily that's F-U-R-Y-D-A-L-Y on Instagram. Or you can follow uh, Emily Spinach Show at Emily Spinach Show on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And if you want to donate to that, because you are a wealthy, wealthy millionaire yes. right now listening uh-huh. to these lovely ladies, <laughs> you can go to www.emilyspinachshow.com and see our Indiegogo and share it around with all your friends and family. That'd be so cool. Yeah. And so again... There are really cool things that you can get if you donate. Such cool shit designed get yourself by a Kat Schober. Yes, she is a, a freelance graphic designer in Austin, Texas, a fellow cool, young, hip gal. And uh, mm. her shit is adorable. Yes, I love your um, I love your Emily Spinach uh, yeah, logo. logo. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. It's really so cool, right? perfect. The colors, the font. We love a good font. We love a good font. Pod. It's like amazing what you get when you hire people who are better at you to do things. Yep. Oh, this is yep. so rad. I'm oh on, yeah. I'm so we it have right it, now. we have it pulled up. So certain things <sighs> you could get um an Emily Spinach show coffee mug, Emily yes. Spinach knickknacks, Emily yes. Spinach t-shirt come on come through t-shirt again your childhood toy could be on the show that's you could be in a huge that's it (laughs) i love the stimulus check special (laughs) the stimulus check special if anyone's feeling frisky doesn't know what to do with Uh extra money (laughs) no one i know but someone must someone maybe maybe one of our listeners you could be associate producer and if you donate Mm -hmm. you'll get the you'll get the pilot when it comes out. It won't be a public Ooh, cool. release. So uh, you'll be in the elite crew of donors. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, we'll definitely add that information. Yeah. Thank um, you. Hey, thank you. Oh yeah. Thank you for being no. on and letting us storm your brain. Thanks for storming yeah. it. Yeah. 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 yeah so what a great brain to storm. <sighs> it has. She's a crazy one, but she's, she's got some goodness in there. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Plenty of goodness. You're a treat. You're a dove. You're a doll. You're an angel. I love you with all my heart. Oh, I, I, I just, I'm so thrilled for you and I cannot wait to see the places you'll go oh, and the places you. that your work is going to go because it's going to go. It's going to go. It's going to go, right? go, baby. To the moon. <laughs> Thank to you. To the moon.
Thank you to our guests for answering the question, what's been storming your brain? A big old thank you to our technical producer, Tim Fuchs, for our funky theme song with Chris Agar on bass and Louis Danuzzi on trombone. Thank you to Ellie Stovall-Brown for our rock and cover art and to all you listeners for joining us this week. Be sure to tune in next time for a few more ha-has and a lot less wah-wahs. And follow us on Instagram at Brainstorming the Podcast. Bye-bye, boys. Have fun storming the brain. brain.